Hey Ryan, I'm thinking of starting another podcast. Yeah, and what about? How to sell black market toenail clippings. It's going to be a hit. Why would... Never mind, never mind. I don't know who would listen to that, but more power to you. Only issue I'm having is uh, where to host it. I've tried different places. I've checked out uh, different hosting sites. All of the hosting sites cost money. And the few free ones that don't, they don't give you anything like listener views or geolocation, like where they're listening from. And on top of all that, I still need to make my own website. You do know with Fire Talk Radio, where our show's hosted at, we use Anchor.fm, right? Huh? It's great. It's free. You can see how many downloads each episode has, where people are listening from. That's Anchor.fm. That's right. You sent that to me. Well, do I still need to create my own website to uh, get it to, like, Apple and Stitcher? No, Anchor does that all for you. When you sign up with your email, it gives you everything you need to host your own show and podcast. It gives you the website. It gives you the RSS feed. It allows you to attach it to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all the other ones. Thanks, man. That makes things a ton easier. Now, can you take a look at this rash? I'm worried I have monkeypox. Uh, no, that's all you, man. That's a personal problem. So, what was that website again? Man, you got a, such a short attention span. I'll it's Anchor.fm. Either go on your phone, your tablet, or your computer. I'll just send you the link as a backup again. But check out Anchor.fm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Our flight crew would like to welcome you to flight number 11 of Fire Talk Radio. Uh, during this flight, uh, we would like to note that the bathrooms are all going to be permanently locked. Uh, if you have to poop, uh, there are bags in the, in, the, in the little pouches in front of your seats. In the event of an emergency... Your tray table can be used as a weapon. We do not recommend this as it creates flying debris. Uh, Also, uh, ginger ale sucks. Uh, We have reached our cruising altitude, so sit back, relax. Uh, Flight attendant will be by to give you literally anything other than ginger ale. Thank you. Hey, welcome back to Fire Talk Radio. My name's Jason. With me always is Ryan and Andy on the comms there. I want to give a, as you guys know, before we get started, uh, give us uh, a call and leave us a voice message at 814-380-9820 and send us an email at firetalknetwork at gmail.com and 
that intro and outro song that you hear on every episode is brought to you by Psycho Stick. Uh, the best. Uh, Speaking rock- of Psycho Stick, a tweet was sent out on August That's 4th. What I was going to point out. Park, and he said that Psycho Stick was uh, a great band and gave them an awesome review. I was like, wow, Elon Musk. And if Elon Musk says it, it must be true. It has to be, right? I, mm. <laughs> I just like the look on Andy's face right mm. now. There's nothing wrong with what's wrong with Elon Musk. I he wants to terraform uh, Mars using uh, nuclear uh, or nuclear bombs. That 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 is an option that's been brought up before. Um, that and also uh, mining the asteroid belts. Uh, that is also an option, yeah. Um, I, I do think that we have more important things to talk about. <laughs> um, do we? In astrophysics? Yeah, yeah, no, no. We, we actually... It, Okay, terrifying. I mean, you, okay, so here, Wait, here's listen, here's what's listen. funny. As as a stoner, Elon Musk's new rocket that's about to go off is uh-huh. the 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 launcher is called is launcher number four. The uh-huh. the pod is number twenty. Uh huh. So he's sending up four twenty yeah. to Mars. Right. What? That ha- can't be quiz. No, I like that, that that both Jason and I were were in tandem on. We're just gonna have no reaction to this. <laughs> just not. <laughs> so, the, the real thing we need to talk about, um, Ryan. No, I, I gotta I gotta ask you a question. God. All right, you ready for this? Take a no, drink. No, you're gonna go ahead anyways. Go, go ahead and take a drink. What's up with that fucking tank top? Because <laughs> I'm fucking hot. No, that is the <laughs> I married and I gave up tank top. Oh, I gave up years ago. That that's nothing. <laughs> Dog, come on, man. Like I love Batman. Oh, but... is, that, is that Batman? I can't yeah. tell what it is. <laughs> Batman logo on it. Yeah. I no no I literally just grabbed <laughs> shit out of my closet and had to run to the store. And you went out in public with that? Unfortunately, yes. Oh shit! Did you have pajama pants on? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Dude, my wife would kill me. <laughs> and I was wearing sandals. Wow, that is like. But I was by myself. <laughs> that that it doesn't matter if you're by yourself, dude. <laughs> That is the I just woke up from an all weekend binger by myself gave up kind of. Oh no, that was I, I woke like, up out of like like it's a the, sinus I'm in a frat house, but I'm too old to be in a frat house. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? At the moment, I just didn't care. No, okay. <laughs> he just cared. Care. He just, he's at, yeah, he's at the point where he's like, you know what? I just give up on everything. Like, honestly, do we need an intervention? You're not, like, going to kill yourself, are you? Like, Oh, no, no dude. I, I already I already know what he had for dinner. Okay. 
He he had an entire box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. No, my wife made Taco Bake. It's fucking amazing. The fuck is Taco Bake? Yeah, I've never heard of Taco Bake. I've heard of tacos. <laughs> fuck it. There's Sorry, tacos Mom. Salsa, queso, and then layered like a lasagna. Fucking amazing. What? So, like taco lasagna. Something like that, yeah. Okay, not going to lie. Ooh, that cool. sounds that sounds awesome. I'm, it, oh, no. Yeah. I'm a, it, I'm when you say honest. taco lasagna, that kind of makes yeah. it a little. Yeah, yeah, you had me a lasagna. <laughs> Like I mean, you say, Taco Bell. It's really hard for me to put Mexican food and Italian food in in the same category. But yes, definitely yes, it's taco lasagna. I mean, that sounds taco awesome. anything, as long as you know what it is. Lasagna. Uh, so I mean, they're, you, they're you both get, like kind of like. Plug. You got to you got to put it in perspective. You take tacos, and then you make Italian food out of tacos. Well, yeah, mean, no, I'm down. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like something you would see on TikTok, hey, and I want to get it. Hey, I want, I want this taco lasagna dish. Make it. It's just like, huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> if I sold my wife I want taco bake, she would literally take a bunch of tacos, throw it in the oven for like 20 minutes, burn the hell out of them, and go, there, it's baked. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I don't know why you wanted this, but have at it. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how the hell would go. I already called it what she called it this way. It, was, it made sense to me. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Is it okay? Wait, now I gotta ask. Is is there leftovers so you can like show it to us? Oh yeah, there's plenty of fucking leftovers. Now, I'm do you bake it, it right in, like a, in, in, like, a glass dish like lasagna? It is. it is a glass dish, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. We, we layered yeah, it. Now I that. want some. Yeah, right? Uh, now I'm like, fuck. <laughs> soft shell tacos, the shells, we lay them down. Oh, like the layers in between the... Uh... Oh. oh, now I'm jealous. Now I'm, like, super jealous. Like so lot. at that point, it's kind of like a cross between this a taco and a wet fuck. burrito. My wife feeds me and humbles me to where I don't have to try anymore. Yeah, and then you wear, you know, a, a Batman that. tank top and pajamas. It's okay. My wife, the, the fair for Pennsylvania is coming up. In Did like you wear the... Oh. I don't go. I try. I only go on the weekends. I really don't like going because they camp. Been going to this thing for almost ten plus years now. They actually live at the fair. Mm -hmm. Are are you like one of them people that like I'll go camping as long as it's in a five star hotel? No, oh, I don't go camping. Period. Okay. Um, (laughs) If it's in a five star hotel hotel room with a hot tub, he ain't doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're well. I mean, we're going to a cabin in September, so Tennessee, which 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 means hot tub. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was hot tub. There's hot tub there. You know, I've seen them cabins on the internet, and I really want to go to them because they look awesome. Oh, like, like Tennessee oh, or your yeah. area, Kentucky. You know, and oh, dude, Gatlinburg out in awesome. the mountains. That's, well, that's where I'm gonna be at in September. I'm being Gatlinburg. Yeah, it's awesome. They've got some. I, I used to live an hour cabins. away from there, so I used to get. We used to go every now and then, but then we moved. 
See, we don't have that here in Michigan because you get something like that in Michigan and your surroundings of this cabin are either woods or cornfields. Well, I think Gatlinburg is the 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 way and it's set up. It's it's built for people just to vacation there. And yeah, and, yeah, yeah it's, it's like six else. minutes to get to town. That's it. Yeah. And and we're not talking like mountains, woods, like you know, oh look how pretty this vista no, 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 is or anything. No, we're talking like a swamp. Oh, no, 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 no. yeah. The, no, the cabins the, there are in the woods. Yeah, the right, but what I'm saying river. is in Michigan, you wouldn't see that because oh, yeah. the cabin would be surrounded by a swamp. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Probably sucks. That, that probably would happen. Yeah. So, so the, the, I mean, the but first... you have, like, what, people that can rent islands in Michigan. Yeah. We did that. I would love to that live was, on That was island. cool. I mean, there's not much you can do on an island. Because we're not talking like an island in like the tropics or anything. It's an island in like Lake Huron or Lake Michigan. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I can, but I, the problem is you have a house on there and live on the island. You don't have to see anybody. No, no. I mean, but I, it's fun. Uh, you know, we did like a family reunion on one, and basically, what you do is you just jet ski, and you know, because it's only really doable in the summer, and. Uh, you know, you jet ski and uh, you fish and you hang out and that's it and drink a lot. The the only um, the, the first fight my wife and I got into before we were married was at a cabin in Gatlinburg. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I'm going to have to ask, how is that possible? Uh, Monopoly. Oh, uh, yeah. No, we're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to play Monopoly. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen way too no. many fights for Monopoly. No, no, no. It got to the point where um, Monopoly yeah, with know. two people is a pain in the ass. It's when you get like eight people playing. It's like it's kind of like have you ever played Clue with like two people and you're like, okay, oh, I have stupid. all of these, so I just need to figure out who this person is. Yeah, and you're like, no. okay, and the game's over in like ten. No, no, it had been like we we'd been drinking all day. Um, she she had had a like like I've been drinking beer all day, and she had had a couple bottles of wine. All right, <laughs> all right. Bottles? How many is a couple? For <laughs> a couple your bottles. Wife? Yeah, yeah. I want to know how many it was. Like, was it, are we are we labeling a couple as two or like five? It was like one and a half. Are we talking like a bottle, like like the big, you know, yeah, like thirty two ounces, twenty whatever ounce bottles bottle. they are? We're, are we talking like the little? We're, we're, we're talking standard bottle. We're not talking like bottle. So like, it wasn't Boots Farm, was it? Because if it was Boots Farm, no, I don't no, want to hear no. your bullshit. And we had, you know, uh, had fun throughout the day. Sure, we like we we're like, you know. Let's play some Monopoly. So we play a game. I beat her. And we play another game. I beat her. And then we're like on the third game. And I am kicking the shit out of her at Monopoly. And she just lost it. Because when it comes to Monopoly, I am ruthless. Oh, no. Like, I there There is no quarter when it comes to Monopoly and me. Nope. Not at all. I, I have it's one game that that's was worse. the first fight we ever had. <laughs> I, I got one game that's worse. My cousins and I played this one time. It was the game of Risk. 
Oh no. It, it no, went for no, a fucking no. week. Hell no. It went for a week. And by the time we were done, all of us were ready to like just kill one another. Oh yeah. 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 I've done I've done that uh with people before. It's like now I will say talking about wine though is bad. Oh the uh the second worst hangover I ever had, the first being my bachelor party. Um where I, the only time this has ever happened to me where I was getting so many shots that by the end of the night I was given shot and I could not will my hand to my mouth. Like I'm looking at it going, you I just can't even go. Oh, that, that reminds me of what I was. Yeah. I couldn't will it, but yeah. the second worst uh, was me and my wife. Uh, we were uh, on a vacation and we decided like, we were still in college, so we were broke and decided to buy a box of wine. Oh, and man. the two of us drank the whole box. And I'm not so even like hardly drunk in like, one night. In one night. There's oh, only dude. one person. I, there's that, only two people in my in my life I know who drink box wine. That's my grandmother and Keegs. And the thing is, is like, <laughs> like I was I was, was drunk, but it wasn't like the worst I've been drunk. And then the next day, oh, oh. Yeah, it was red wine, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Yeah, and it was. So, so what you got to understand about what, what you got to understand about box wine is when you buy a box of wine, that's literally five bottles of wine. Yeah. Holy shit, we drank that much. Yeah. Yes. That is five yeah, bottles yeah. of wine. You gotta understand, yeah, box wine, five bottles. And it was cheap box wine at that. Oh, that's even worse. It, was it, did it start with an F? I don't remember. Oh, oh you, you're thinking Franzia. Yeah. My well, that's usually, my grandmother's. That's usually uh, white wine. Or a oh, light red wine. I think the, the first and last time I drank Jaeger was my 22nd birthday. Oh, Jaeger, um, no. Mm -mm. My roommate got me the biggest bottle of Jaeger for my birthday, and I drank the whole bottle. The... When in I was in night? college, hold on, hold on, hold on. Night. so you drink. I'm gonna guess it was probably a liter. Yes. I don't. I don't. I don't know how I got up the next day to go to work. You. I. I don't know how you got up. <laughs> I don't either. Oh, I mean, on top of that, I was also shooting Goldschlager. Oh, dude. I. I was 22. I didn't know better. Um, when I was in college, one of the clubs, I, I'm sure I told the story. If not here, you guys might have heard it from me. But uh, they, one of the clubs had a um, dollar Jaeger bomb night. Oh, no, 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 and, no. Well, that reminds me so of we are, so I'm at this club, and I am just drinking Jaeger bombs all night long. Why? Uh, Why would you do, uh, I thought I and was... And the worst part was is when you get home and you know when you lay down and you get the spins, so you put your hand on the wall and you, you drink a your leg, leg over and put a leg on the floor. I kid you not, I was in like six hours of living hell because... I had all that Red Bull coursing through me. 
Oh yeah. That yeah. All I wanted to do was pass out. That that's basically at that point you just go lay in the bathtub because you don't know what the hell is going to happen. <laughs> nope. And that's all. And the thing is, is I wasn't like overly pukey, but I knew like at some point it was going to come because yep. I could not pass out. It's going to happen. Oh, it was. It that's, was. That's the yeah. one thing that amazes me. After like the first like five shots, you like coats your throat. You'll never taste it after that. God, dude, it's that's black licorice. Just, it's. So I'm always going to taste it if it's, it's straight. So bad. If it's not mixed with Red Bull or something to tame it. Oh, um, God. Okay. So, but, do we want to get into this? Let's go. Let's well, go. Let now, me, now let, that we've made fun of Ryan and his tie dyed Batman yeah, me, thing uh, happening. Let me, let me tell you the uh, story this week on how I helped a person uh, get out of a uh, uh, poaching um, citation slash. Um, well, I mean, they wouldn't have, uh, uh, they didn't arrest him. Uh, but this is a weird thing. Was it the game warden? Well, conservation officer, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it? So basically what happened was, is a friend of my wife's called up, uh, or, uh, actually told my wife, uh, you know, that her dad, who's in his late sixties last year during hunting season, um, got uh, um, hit with uh, uh, baiting deer, which in Michigan last year was the first year you're not allowed to bait. And uh, with salt or corn or... With anything. Like anything okay. anything uh, for chronic wasting diseases. Okay. The justification, um, I don't see any evidence that uh, not baiting makes a difference, but again, doesn't matter for this story. Um, but anyway, so... Um, so he went out and, uh, um, he was, uh, laying down, uh, some bait conservation officer comes and, uh, tells him, Hey, you need to, uh, there's no baiting. I won't write you a ticket, but, uh, I'm going to warn you, clean it up and don't come back for a few days. Okay, fine. Um, or a couple days is what, uh, uh, the guy said, the, I'm going to call him the defendant. The defendant said, okay. Um, he said a couple perpetrator, and so he cleaned it up and didn't come back for two days. Um, he comes back uh, to his hunting spot that he's hunted at every year, and um, ends up getting a doe. Uh, okay. Cut to that night, and um, a different conservation officer comes and basically uh, reads him the riot act for not listening and saying that he was he was told not to come out and hunt again for a week he goes no he said a couple days and he goes and i'm not hunting over bait anymore i cleaned it up so um he didn't hear anything of it uh they didn't take the deer they didn't write him a citation nothing like that come uh about two weeks ago and he gets a uh, summons in the mail for court this this past Wednesday, last week, Wednesday. And he didn't know, you know, he looked at the summons. He was being charged with illegally taking a deer. And on there, 
the second officer said, uh, you know, person was hunting over bait, which he claims he wasn't because he already cleaned it up. And the first officer told him to, uh, um, not to come back for a week. And he was out there hunting two days later. So he's talking to me and, uh, my wife told him, well, talk to my husband. Cause, um, you know, he tends to, uh, be pretty good when it comes to law and the legal system and stuff just from his background and uh also because it's kind of a hobby of mine and so i talked to him and everything and everything that he's telling me about it like getting the uh, court summons without uh notification of a citation um nothing no pre-trial no nothing like that um he uh it, it just seemed odd to me so I told him, okay, so first thing you need to do, and Andy, you can give your obligatory uh, um, we disclaimer. We are not lawyers. We are not lawyers. We do not practice law. We are so not legal experts. He couldn't afford a lawyer. So I told him, well, without a lawyer. Oh, the other part of it is in the, uh, in the summons, um, the prosecutor actually told him uh, in there, it basically said, we can make this all go away if you just plead guilty and pay the $1,000 fine. And I told him, don't you nope. dare plead guilty because that. it's going on your record. And $1,000, fine. If you want to pay that, you pay that. But you get in writing that uh, there is no other uh, anything else that goes with that because mm -hmm. a part of this is not just a $1,000 fine, but also they revoke your ability to get a hunting license again mm -hmm. for uh up to five years mm -hmm. and the fishing license you can't and your that. fishing license and all of that yes so i said if you do that then you need to get in writing beforehand that all of your uh hunting and fishing privileges stay intact um and then i told them i said first thing you need to do uh because this was on monday last week is as I said, you need to go down to the courthouse tomorrow and you need to file uh, an extension for the court date and say that uh, you haven't been able to uh, prepare for it because they only gave you two weeks. This isn't a pre-trial. This is trial. That's um, very, very short. Yeah. Like, I you, said, you can't even find a lawyer in that amount of time. That's... Right. So I said, you need to file for an extension and then you need to, uh, if you can't find a lawyer, then you also need to file for discovery and get mm -hmm. all of the, uh, evidence that they have against you. Um, and you don't talk to the prosecutor until you have all of that in your hand and you've been able to look it over and everything. Once you do that, once you get discovery and they give you a new uh, court date, don't uh, go into uh, any type of plea deal until you go into the trial first and offer, you know, based on the trial. Well, Let me guess. Uh, discovery under... Uh, discovery revealed some things. Well, they wouldn't give him discovery because That's the illegal. day that they were supposed to give it over, which was Friday... He got a call from the prosecutor saying that it wasn't worth their time to prosecute and they're <laughs> dropping the case. 
that that means they they have nothing to offer for discovery. that's what i said is basically they know that they would lose this if it went to trial yeah real quick and since they couldn't uh strong arm you now here's the weird thing talking to uh because i am friends with uh conservation officers talking to them i thought this is really strange that this happened like this this came down from an executive order uh that uh due to uh the backlog of uh court cases because of covid they didn't want uh um conservation officers to uh submit uh citations or tickets at the time that they just want them to uh uh file it uh with the prosecutor and let the prosecutor decide if they're going to file anything and because of that uh because of the backlog that it is now taking them in some cases up to 10 or 11 months for the prosecutor to file so basically people that are being charged with something don't know they actually were being charged with anything or not even charged that they were being cited for anything until almost a year later when they no longer have the evidence themselves to be able to defend themselves that doesn't make any sense uh, 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 uh if you're going to be cited for something that needs to happen at the time at the time yes the crime is committed yes like, that's literally what a citation is that doesn't yes. make any sense that's what i said but that's the directive to the officers that unless that's it's an arrestable felony basically they submit it to uh the the county prosecutor and let them decide if they're going to uh file a citation or um a summons no that's not that's not how that works that's like that's literally not how that works that's not how it's supposed to work evidently in michigan that's how it's working okay well that's stupid yeah like that doesn't make any sense whatsoever you so like okay Let's you're supposed say, to get the citation and you have six to 14 days to reply to it you can either reply to it and say i'd like to fight this reply to it and pay it or admit guilt or reply to it or do nothing in which case it goes to trial it goes to trial that that's that's ridiculous uh so what let, let's say you commit a traffic violation you are given a citation at that time. Yes. That indicates that this is going to be a court case. Yes. Whether you pay out a fine, whether you go to trial or not, that's a thing. That's the basis of our judicial system. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Here is your initial citation that you fucked up. Sorry. Mom. Yep. <laughs> Here is your your initial thing that says you messed up here uh if if that was not initially given the whole thing is void it's uh yeah pretty much it's supposed to be um and i can't remember the uh the court ruling is supposed to be within 70 days 
of a of a no 70 days of a uh, citation that a prosecutor has to either file or so that you know that they're going to do it within 70 days no that 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 citation should have been written at the time bait was laid period yeah that, that, that that's it like oh there's lay here let me get your information give your driver's so, license Exactly. And here's, and here's the here's the thing, you know, again, we're talking if they were given the citation, like if it was me, okay, and I illegally took a deer or something, or I don't know, whatever it is, as soon as they give it to me and I decide I'm going to fight it, I would be collecting evidence. Mm-hmm. I would be getting pictures right away. I would be contacting a lawyer, or if I can't get a lawyer, I'd represent myself and want to get the discovery of the uh, police report and all of that at the time. Well, well, sure, but you you have more of a of a legal background. But for for most people out there that are are, are listening, to this understand that if any law enforcement officer intercepts you says you're in the wrong, and they do not give you a citation. They do not give you any kind of paperwork. That's on them. Right. Now, Now the onus is not on you anymore. Also, lawyer up. But it's not, the, the, the onus is on you anymore. Just, right. And, <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, is to use, you know, COVID as, of well it's taken 11 months it's like you guys are doing everything over zoom anyway yeah we we, we could have done this like seven tuesdays ago yeah <laughs> like literally and his court his trial was over zoom was going to be over zoom yeah that that's that's silly um I just, so I'm, I mean, good on good on you for 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 doing that and 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 standing up and and giving them good advice. But yeah, um, if if an officer of the law does not give you an actual citation, does not give you actual paperwork, and then you are summoned, it's bullshit. It is, and the worst part now is now that I know about this, and hopefully anybody else that's listening to this. I don't know if I would trust any traffic stop or anything because and, how do unless, you know now it used to be they give unless they give me signed paperwork. I, yeah, I'm sorry. That's on you. You, you, you didn't follow your procedures. Yeah. That's no, not on I, me. I, I actually agree on that. That's a, and, and, and then, like I say, he rabbit it off to me. There was a bunch of stuff that just didn't make sense. Like even he read it off to me in the, uh, in the, court document uh, for uh, reasoning for uh, him illegally taking it is that he didn't listen to the officer. And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter because only a court can tell you you have to stay, you can't do something for a certain amount of time. Police officer can't say, okay, don't drive your car for the next four days. No, they can't tell me that. No, They can't tell you that. They can't tell you you can't hunt for the next two days, like legally. Well, no, that's that's not correct. A conservation officer uh, typically has federal jurisdiction. No, not um, in the state of Michigan. They're state police. Oh, are they? Okay. Yep. So, so in West Virginia, Kentucky, Ohio, uh, a conservation officer has federal jurisdiction. 
which is no, Pennsylvania it, State too. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, then I could. Yeah, I could. Um, I could be completely full of crap about what I'm saying. Then. So let's. Just yeah. In, uh, that. in Michigan, no, at least, uh, a conservation officer is a state trooper that has the added uh, um, uh, requirement of enforcing Michigan uh, uh, Department of Natural Resource laws. Okay. So so that was going to be my question, my next question, because I'm obviously sounding like an idiot. Um, Department of Natural Resources. Typically, um, I've always thought that it was a federal thing. No, each state has their own DNR. Okay, okay. Then then I've, I've misunderstood that. The whole and time. some of them don't even call them DNR. Uh, some they call it the fish and wildlife. And... Uh, we've always called it DNR, whether or not yeah. it's called fish and wildlife officially or not. Whatever. Yeah, in Oregon, they're known as uh, uh, fish and wildlife. Okay. Um, but I always thought they had. For some reason, I always thought they had federal jurisdiction. Like it, it like it didn't. Maybe I think I'm a different thing. I mean, outside of they can um, enforce oh. state hunting laws on federal land. I'm thinking park rangers. I'm yeah. I'm 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 thinking park rangers. Oh, like they a federal, federal park ranger. Yeah, yeah. They have okay. federal jurisdiction. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm stupid. But yeah, like I say, this is just weird. And I mean, he's not the first person I've helped. I've helped a number of people over the years with stuff. Uh, I remember getting uh, a buddy of mine out of a. Uh, um, Am I? He got both and figure this one out. He was twenty years old. Drink. Uh, we were at a party in college at uh, his apartment, and there was alcohol there. He got charged right. with both an MIP and contributing to underage for other people that were underage there. Okay, which makes me go, that's a weird to get both. But okay. I, I don't know what an MIP is. I uh, minor the... in possession of alcohol. Okay. Well, I mean. So he got both the minor in possession of alcohol for himself and contributing alcohol to a minor. Um, well, yeah, he is contributing alcohol to himself, and he <laughs> is a minor. <laughs> but um, I mean, was there a friend there? Like, did he have? Did he get caught handing a friend a beer? No, that's the thing. Um, so it, 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 we it doesn't there. matter if there's somebody underage there. You're contributing to a minor. Whether yeah, they're consuming so, or not. So wait, our our school. Wait, he said he's like getting it twice. Well, yeah, he got two charges. Usually they stack them anyway. Yeah. They always stack charges. Yep. Um, saying basically we'll make this contributing because it's the bigger one. We'll make that go mm -hmm. away if you plead guilty to the MIP. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, but anyway, so he got that, and uh, he was going to lose his scholarship because he was on a scholarship at college. So. And he didn't want his parents to know also. So we decided to fight it ourselves. Too late. And uh, so anyway, we uh, we ended up uh, fighting it. We got I went through uh, and helped him with uh, getting the discovery and everything like that. And during discovery, uh, come to find out um, the reason that the uh, officers entered his apartment, which was a closed door and there was no noise violation. Um, the reason that they said that they entered it is because of two reasons. One, there is an obscure 
I guess it's not obscure. We knew about it. Everyone knew about it at the time. There's a law on the books uh, in that city that said um, if you have more than 12 people in in a domicile, it's considered mm-hmm. open to the public. Mm-hmm. So they can just enter. And, I think and that's is, off the book because it was being challenged at the time. And it's also considered uh, in, in most locales uh, a safety hazard because n- now you have um egresses like how many people are in this particular room what egress is there etc etc and they get a call about it now now we've got probable cause to go investigate it right well they said that there was uh they counted 20 people in the apartment there was only eight of us we were we were playing cards in the kitchen can we go back to the days of Animal House? <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I've been to some parties like that. Or, yeah, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then on top of that, they said that uh, they also had exigent circumstances because they were able to see minors with alcohol and the alcohol sitting in their or on the uh, um, kitchen counter. Which you can see once you walk in, but they said they could see it through the window. So they could see a a crime being committed through the window. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> well, we ended up uh, um, knowing the layout. You couldn't see it. Uh, it's around the corner in both directions. Basically, it's a little hallway from the living room into the kitchen, and you can't see from the window. And I know that layout. So we, uh, it's pretty standard. Um, we took pictures and we took video from the outside showing that you cannot see that. Mm-hmm. On top of that, we said you cannot determine since everybody there was uh, between the ages of 20 and 22 um, who was a minor and who wasn't without carding them. Therefore, they had no exigent circumstances to enter. Absolutely. That, 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 that was going to be my first question. How, how do you know they were minors? Right. So um, when it went to uh, uh, the pretrial uh, evidentiary hearing, um, we brought all of this up and um, I couldn't speak. So I basically wrote down for him what to say. Uh, he could only represent himself or have a lawyer. Um, and uh, basically uh, I told him like, you know, Show all of this, and as soon as uh, you get the um, the approval from the uh, um, the judge that um, you're right, uh, you cannot see in there. Uh, I said so. At that point, you need to uh, claim fruit of the poisonous tree for everything else, and say uh, basically that. Since you can't trust what they wrote in their police report for this, that they lied about that, and they entered illegally, that you can't trust anything else in their police report and everything that the uh, uh, that they found inside becomes inadmissible. And mm-hmm. the uh, um, the judge ended up agreeing and uh, threw the case out. So yeah, that's fair. He, Ryan, kept his, still, he kept his record clean, and he's now an accountant, which means he's probably dirtier than ever. Probably, yeah, yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Ryan, you still with us? 
You don't know I'm still here. Yeah, I was just. Yeah, apparently, he was apparently just listening intently, like, "Oh, I need to write this down." No, no. Apparently, was... apparently, your nose is calling, causing you some problems. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, it is that time of year where I get sinus colds, and it fucking sucks. Dude, I need to go to an eye doctor because I got one eye that constantly waters, and I'm pretty sure I've got like a tear duct infection. So I get it. <laughs> like that Those... sucks. Suck. They and that wait. Then when it starts burning all the time, oh, it, it's not burning. It just waters. That's it. Yeah, all get right. it taken care of before the burning starts. The burning and itching is, you know, when you know you have an STD. I mean, when uh, the tear duct right. is. Yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks, buddy. Like, uh, my 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 wife might hear this. <laughs> Come on, dude. Um, Cut me some slack here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. With that, I got I got to try this uh, this transition. Uh, let's go with this. Word. Are, are we doing what? What was the what was the thing a while ago? Crosstalk or crossfire? <laughs> Cross, crossfire. <laughs> Am I the only one? Whenever I hear that, like you know, I know there was a crossfire uh, that was on. What was it? CNN? It was on no, CNN, yes. Yeah. Whenever I hear that, all I think is the Crossfire game. Remember the old game where you had to shoot yes. the little marbles and yes. move the no, little... Man, I, I think more of old American gladiators when I hear something like that. They didn't have a Crossfire, though. They they had the one, um, the assault, where yeah, the they assault. shot uh, uh, balls at people, yep. and then you had to... Sh- you know, shoot stuff back. Shoot an RPG with foam at a target, or <laughs> that literally oh. you had to aim. You could watch them. You oh. had to aim like ten feet above it to cut for the drop. All right, all right, Jason. Let, let's try this again. Play that again. <laughs> yeah, that's crossfire. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I'm just all right. Got to think and, about it. I, I I would like everyone to be aware. That uh, I know very little about what is about to happen. <laughs> uh, and so I'm probably going to make some ignorant statements. And and that's just going to happen. It's going to happen every week. Oh, yeah. So no. that's uh, this is you didn't Ryan have to, to say, tell oh, us yeah, the Ryan. first thing we're talking about now on our list. About uh, lawsuits and everything. We're going to talk about the teachers union suing a mother for repeated attempts of knowing what her children is learning in school. Um, I don't know. I would like to know what my kids are learning in school. Well, this is the one uh, where the the mother kept um, uh, sending in letters to the teachers union, which I don't know why she sent it to the teachers union. But sending it a bunch, it's not just one letter, it's multiple. I think I believe this is the state of Illinois where uh, you can't actually send it to the school, you actually have to send it to the union. The union actually takes care of it, the schools don't actually do that part. Yeah, they have a they have a process they have to go through. Yeah, my process is I'm friends with my son's teachers on Facebook, and I literally chat them and say. Hey, what are you? Uh, in fact, I just did this. Hey, what's uh, Chase going to be learning this year? What do we need to prepare him for? Well, yeah, I, I mean, and, that, and that's cool and all, but that might not work for somebody that randomly lives on the outskirts of Peoria. 
I am on the outskirts of Peoria. <laughs> Have you, you, get you, my you point. should see where I live. It's like literally a town of like maybe I think our high school has more people because it pulls from neighboring towns than our whole town. Nice. <laughs> well, I mean, she's she's wanting to know more about what because I guess the school is doing CRT, which is critical race theory which I feel has no purpose in schools. That is not, not, not anything below uh, like a, a high college class. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel that it does have a purpose, um, but not before like the 11th or 12th grade. Sure. 12, 11th, 12th grade, I can, I can be okay with because critical race theory – the saying I've always known the saying is that you're never taught you're taught racism. You're not born racist. And critical race theory, I was reading into how it works, and I was like, I was reading some of the articles out of their textbooks, and I was like, wow, this is this is if if I was a child, you would think that oh, I'm just trying to teach somebody that black people are this way and white people are this way because I'm white, I'm lesser of than these people, and it's it's. Well, actually, uh, critical race theory, if you read the text, actually says yeah. the opposite of that. Yes, it, it does. says that, uh, um, you know, we need to uh, provide more for African-Americans than uh, because they have less abilities and opportunities. Okay. But no, let's just no. Um, and, and I'm going to read up on this and, and I'll study up on this. Um, critical race theory teaches that there is an inherent bias and that inherent bias, like you said, is biased. I mean, there's the thing where the people are talking about racism. It's very rare to see it anymore. This isn't the that's one hundred percent bullshit, and you know it. That is one hundred percent bullshit. Racism is exists everywhere you go. Well, that racism and I mean no. institutional racism and individual are two different things. Yes, they are. You are absolutely correct. What this is teaching is trying to get rid of that inherent bias. So your your parents might teach you racism. That's going to happen. We all know that. That's literally where it comes from. What your teachers are doing is trying to reteach you and understand that a person is just a damn person. It's just a person. No, it's not. That's not no. at all what it's teaching. No, no. Okay, that's then, a, that's then, not then. anywhere close to critical race theory. No, that's what a lot of the parents are trying to do. They're trying to go the way Martin Luther King stated. If it was teaching that, then there wouldn't be any issues. By not by the color of their skin, but by okay. The so, so then, 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 then fill me in. What exactly critical race theory is putting, showing how racism. Is uh-huh. but the thing is, they are teaching it to the youngest of our children, 
Uh-huh. So they're growing up with it. So they're, it's a cycle that does not need to continue. It's a cycle that needs to stop. But 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 actual racism is a cycle that doesn't need to stop. Like I'm I'm not understanding what the what is the problem with it. Give me an exact no no hush hush for a second. Give me an exact problem with critical race theory. Give me an actual problem. I don't want a thirty-some-year-old, high and mighty teaching my nine-year-old child that he is just because he's white, he is supposed to be better than his black friends because of the color of his skin. That, that I teach my children doesn't matter what your skin color is. It is all about their character. That is what I'm teaching. Okay, wait, wait. I, I want you to go back because you cut out there at a very important part. Sorry. No, no, no. That's it's not your fault. I want you to go back. You don't want a teacher teaching I don't want, a I don't nine want, year old kid. Yeah, I don't want an adult putting their views because most critical race theory is theory. I want you to say exactly what you just said because I yeah, didn't I do not want a teacher that's in school that's in their early late thirties, whatever teaching my nine-year-old that just because the color of his skin is white means that he is better than his friends who are black. No, it's more of... I don't think that's uh, no, what a lot critical of the, race theory uh, is about. No, a lot of the a lot of the way that it's uh, been implemented, critical race theory, theory, I'm uh-huh. doing air quotes, theory. Um, is yeah. actually an academic process that was uh, developed for uh, grad students as a way of dissecting human behavior and anthropology and um, mm-hmm. uh, and how before. throughout history there are both oppressors and oppressed. And yes. that's what critical race theory originally is. When it's being implemented uh, you know, across curriculums, there's no one curriculum on critical race theory um, with that, and uh, a lot of the curriculums are actually uh, going, are actually, uh, teachers are teaching it from an aspect of uh, white people are oppressors, and we need to basically atone for the sins of our fathers, or our grandfathers, or great-grandfathers, and um, that we're evil because of the color of our skin. Okay. So the thing is, there's not a one set curriculum on it. It's 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 to the teacher, it's to the school and teacher's discretion how they want to teach it, and that's where a lot of people are getting irritated and want want answers, and nobody wants to give them. Okay, so so um, so, so, so a key dissertation by uh, for critical race theory is not the result of individual conscious racist actions or thoughts. Racism is systemic and structural. It is embedded in the American legal system, institution, free enterprise system, and imposes whiteness as the social norm. The system includes, including capitalism, is rigged to reward white behavior and preserve the white supremacy. I, I, I 
that that's a no right there on that one because no, 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 that's that's all statistically true. Every bit really of that. name me the law right now that's on the books that's racist. Name okay, I can't name you a law that's on the book. The well, that's, that's the system, but, but look law. at every look at every red line city in the country. When, when name one red line city, city that is currently happening right now, Louisville, Kentucky. So they still have red lines. Yes. It's not just in the past. Nope. It is still redlined. Okay. I'll take your I'll take your word on that. St. Louis, Missouri. Still redlined. So when when you when you look at this, I can understand how you would be opposed to how it's taught. How it is taught oh. is, 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 yes, I understand where you're coming from from that. But what you understand. Thing is. It, no, I'm, 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 I'm literally going. about to hang up right now because this pisses me off so fucking much. No. No. Systemic racism exists. And it exists to a point. My, I I understand. I live in a largely black neighborhood. You want to move stories? No, I do not. You want to take a minute? What I will tell you is I have seen what my neighbors go through. I have seen how they are oppressed. I have tried to help them. I know. I'm not a... The oppression is real, and I will not argue this. Oh no no! Oh, I, I will. will I, I don't believe systemically it is. My my thing is no. I I mean no. It's there. I agree. I don't understand your argument about how it's taught. That that's the oh that I was my only argument. Under, I do not understand the argument of whether it should be taught. And I don't. My my just, only argument is it shouldn't be taught. In elementary and middle schools. No, it should not. It should be taught at the beginning of high school. That's I, where I, it should I, because I, that's I, when I you have emotional that. awareness. But I mean, do I, not tell me that it does not need to be taught. Do not tell me that. This is something I will not back down from. I oh, will I, not. I see you rolling your eyes. I'm not rolling my eyes. I am. <laughs> I don't believe I don't believe it should be taught anywhere before college. I don't believe that the uh, uh, the ability I work I deal I with uh, high schoolers I don't think they have the analytical abilities to actually analyze. Therefore, you're, you're, it gets talking, watered down. You're talking to, about emotional awareness. I don't think they have the emotional awareness. 
you have to separate your emotions when you're analyzing something like this. Then okay, I I can I can understand that. I, and I'm sorry. That's that, 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 that's that, the that, thing that. with a lot of this. You can't get emotional if you're going to talk about it. Because that's Which where is what I just get, did. <laughs> well, and I'll let you go yeah. with that. That's fine. But when you're talking about something like like this, any type of anthropology or any type of sociology, I mean, you're talking. I I took two different uh, uh, racial justices classes in college. You want to talk about heated arguments? Talk about heated arguments in a college class. What would happen? What would happen to a high school student that just doesn't agree with the teacher? At least in college, I cannot agree with the teacher, and I can, uh, you know, okay. provide for my own rationale and provide for my own uh, arguments. A high schooler can't do that because they There's literally, uh, the teacher is the king of the classroom. Okay, so 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 my argument is 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 not whether or not it should be taught um how exactly it's how and when and the how i think is really important because if if you're if either one of you are going to tell me that it shouldn't be taught i have a problem because it 100 percent should be taught they're going to talk and about, it should be a when when should it be taught how should it be presented well and that's the thing is how do you teach something like i say when you're talking originally this was developed as a college level uh grad school level uh theory and discussion for yeah, grad yeah. school that, that's a, that's originally what it was it was a post-grad course post-grad yeah, course yeah, and it was very limited. It, there was they didn't have. It wasn't like, oh, we're gonna have like fifty students here. I think it was only limited to like fifteen to right. twenty people at the most. Right, because it's not that they were trying to uh, tell people, oh, we can't have. It was to keep the convert, keep be able to keep the discussion within that group without it exploding. Is the more the well, more, and the other part know. is you have to keep it only within that classroom, yeah, at the time that you're talking about it yeah. or when you're studying it. It's again, when you're talking about like us talking about it, um, even, um, you know, as a high school course or lower, you know, then you have to create more and more generalities. And when you create more and more generalities, you that's when you get down. stuff. That's when you get stuff like um, this. Oh, I can't remember the name because I saw it online. It was a, a student uh, last year on a Zoom class that uh, basically got berated by his teacher that was teaching critical race theory in his Zoom class in high school. And he was providing uh, a counterpoint to what the teacher was saying. And the teacher, literally, she ended up getting fired, thankfully, because of this. But she ended up um, doing everything she could to chastise him, humiliate him. Um, She was um, telling, actually flat out telling him he's racist for believing that uh, um, he doesn't see, uh, you know, racism in their town. 
Um, you know, there was, I'd have to find the video to, to remember. Cause it, like I say, it was a zoom, but it, uh, that's where the problem comes in is, you know, because teachers, especially at the high school, middle school, and especially the elementary school, I mean, my, my son basically says stuff that the teacher says that I know is flat out wrong. Teacher is wrong. And my son will argue with me, you know, forever not believing me because it came from a teacher. It came from an authority figure. It is a form of hegemonic indoctrination when it comes from a teacher. So if the teacher says one thing, you the student has to believe and follow exactly what the teacher says because they're the teacher. They don't have the mental fortitude to um, form their own arguments. I mean, and that's why this lady's being sued. She just wanted to know and she got in trouble for asking too many questions. And I mean, you know, you can't understand what your kids are learning in school if you don't ask. So the ultimate question, I think, is like, what are they? I think is what are they trying to hide? Well, and it might be a little bit more difficult uh, when it comes to a kindergartner because they're not bringing home assignments. They're not. Yeah. Um, the one thing, the one thing that uh, all of these Zoom classes did this year is. It brought to light a lot of crappy teachers that teach very authoritatively and students aren't allowed to question. And I hope my son never falls for that. I will back him up uh, to be able to push back on a teacher um, with sound arguments, even in middle school, high school. If you have something that you don't understand, talk to me about it. We'll figure it out. But if the teacher tells you to do one thing and only one thing, but that's not right, I'll, I'll step in because it's so history, history is history. History is how it is, regardless of how shitty and dark it was. I mean, yes, did, did we have the, in when the country started? Yes. Were there slaves? Yes. But there weren't just black slaves. There were Irishmen, Italian all those, all those slaves, yeah. all over the United stop, States. Stop, 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 stop. There's an entirely, there's a big difference between slavery and indentured servitude. No, Irishmen and Italians were slaves. They were sold in the slave trade. And I'm right about the Irish. I don't know about the Italians. Okay. And um, I'll right take now, your word for it. The white man didn't go seeking black men for slaves. Are you black holding nail clippers right now? Yeah, I am. Okay. They were on my desk and I was filling with them. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious. Um, <laughs> but it, I understand where everyone wants, wants to be politically correct. Everybody wants to try to hide what happened in history it you, you can't hide it or you're going to repeat it well no, the, the thing is, is i have know. no problem with teaching history like we teach the history of the nazis 
you what we don't teach as long so as we're not teaching kids now. to be Nazis. And that's where I you want to make sure that is history and not indoctrination. And that and that's where it comes down to of what how to teach it, not to just use your political background or however you feel that you see the history in your eyes to show it or teach something that shouldn't be taught yet. That, 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 that's all I was getting at with that story. It wasn't saying that it shouldn't be taught. I'm saying it being taught too early. That, that was my... That was my whole argument on it. And I understand where you were coming from. I, I understand your we, 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 we went on a whole tangent on that because I, I'm just very... No, no. I'm passionate about that and just... I grew I up understand. right outside of D.C. I saw it all the time. And it's never... It's never something you want to watch. But I was... I always grew up... It's horrifying. They're black doesn't mean they are essentially a bad person get to know those people but that's what i did and see and that but that's the problem uh at least with this one example that i uh remembered of where the teacher was basically because they're black they can't get ahead which isn't right whatsoever not at all I mean, there's a lot of other factors besides just that if somebody, you know, is stuck in a socioeconomic class. Um, Why do you think that socioeconomic class exists? It's because of the leaders that we had that held those people down. Oh, you mean for the past 120 years? Well, I mean... Let's say Detroit was doing actually great up until they started uh, getting Democrat uh, mayors in there. Okay, so you mean the one? The one mayor? Like Whitmer? No, that's a governor. That's a governor. They've literally had uh, Democrat mayors since the 1950s. Yeah, I'm bullish. I'm gonna back Democrat down. I'm, I'm gonna back. I'm gonna back down from this argument because I don't know enough. So, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just one. The other, I mean, there's other factors. Um, one actually, the number one. I can't re- uh, remember where I read it. This was years ago in college. Um, the number one factor for uh, success in the United States is uh, actually being in a two-parent household. That's sad. The nuclear family. So so if you're in a two-parent household, you have, I want to say it's like 22 or 25% better chance of uh, being, of growing up out and getting past your uh, current um, economic class that you uh, were born into. Fair enough. Um. The other another tidbit that I learned. Did you know that what the number one uh, um, factor for people making friends is? Um, 
for uh, people making friends. I don't. Yeah, have whether friends. it doesn't matter if it's kids or adults. Uh, booze. Ooh, I don't think that's number one, but that makes better <laughs> friends. Uh, yeah, it's right. actually proximity. <laughs> oh, how close? How physical how close you physically live to or are to yeah. somebody else. Kids are close, make closer friends to the other kids that sit around them in class. Um, adults tend to make uh, better friends to the people that uh, are in the cubicle next to them. Yes, it's proximity is the number one factor for making friends. I don't, I don't, I have, I don't sit next to anybody at my work because I. That's why you really have no friends. I have no friends. Oh, yeah. I saw my wife all the time. I was like, so you, I don't do anything. I have no friends. <laughs> That's why I haven't had any new friends uh, in the past like seven years because I work from home. All right, uh, Jason, do you have any more sound effects? Uh, you'll see. I put something in the chat there. Oh, <laughs> let me see here. Because uh, it, it's getting late, and I've got oh, we got a real long day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go with this. One. Oh, it's the same. Oh, one. we did it again. That's no, this is the one I did before. Oh, okay. It's that's it's a little more beefy. <laughs> uh, we got clapping. <laughs> Maybe watching, I asked for a rapid fire sound and I got a round of applause. So I'm good with. You make me sad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's let's do uh, one more. Or actually, let's talk really fast then about the the one in uh, Alberta, because I don't have much to say on this. I I don't really either. I I, I mean, it's up to them. They they, they won. Cool. It's about your rights. (laughs) You get your rights? Awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't So basically I, I, uh this, I feel this like guy, you're an idiot for doing that, but this guy in Alberta no what uh what was that I never thought of though um was him talking about his defense. What my defense was to be was I needed proof that you have isolated the SARS CoV two virus. And that, therefore, the science would give you the backing for your public health act. What the hell is happening? That was loud. Yeah, that, that, that was. That, 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 that actually startled both of us. <laughs> I looks on Jackson's face. Oh, like, you're looking around like, is he standing behind me? I am so startled. It's scared, Andy. Um, what he was looking for though was the um, uh, the isolation. Sure. Well, I'll I'll give you an oversight of this because I actually please tell me the there's cancers involved. Huh? I hope I said your hair is pretty. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So the guy got a twelve hundred dollar ticket in Canadian money uh, for breaking COVID regulations in Alberta, Canada. So instead of him paying the fine, he decided to take it to court. And in what uh, Jason was talking about was discovery. He asked for a sample of the SARS-CoV-2 to prove that he that 
this is what this is for. And they could not produce it. Because they don't have it. So Canada now has to release all of their COVID restrictions. So what he's talking about when I looked it up, um, so they... Yeah, they I'm talk- a little confused. So, Sorry, I was quick over a like. So what he's talking about is the... Uh, um, they called it the... Is it the isolation? The... An isolated sample. Well, not just an isolated sample. The, I mean, it is. So I had to look this up to understand what he was talking about. Um, basically, what it is is, you know, we have the, what are they called? The PCR tests. Uh, we have the antibody, antigen tests, all of that stuff. All of those um, register... Well, one that registers your body's immune response to it, to the virus. Mm-hmm. Yes. The other registers um, the like the nasal swab registers the uh, um, something else, but it's not the actual virus. It's like the viral load that your body is producing. Or well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't register the viral load. It it, it register it registers um, uh, the viral DNA. Okay, it's it's specifically designed to catch that specific viral DNA. DNA. Okay, um, what he's talking about is basically a way of filtering the virus away from everything else. So, which I didn't even know could be a thing, but as I was researching this, um, I found out they do it quite often. Um, and. It- yeah, in a, in a number of ways. Yeah, it, yeah. it's possible. Um, so in layman's terms, uh, think of like a water dripper, you know, water filter that drips water through and only lets water molecules through, but all everything else stays behind. It's kind of the same thing where the pores are so small, only a virus can come through, mm-hmm. but everything else bigger than a virus cannot come through bacteria uh blood uh everything else cells yeah yeah you're you're talking about distilling water um if you're if you're using your example yeah uh, it's basically distilled water uh, um, for, for air that's much much more difficult like, but a lot but a they lot do it difficult. um and from what i uh was reading that's actually uh um how they discovered uh um Issues that are happening with cows that were having uh, mm-hmm. basically uh, a mm-hmm. uh, like bovine yep. uh, diarrhea, and yep. they couldn't figure out what was causing it, and yep. they were able to figure out that it was a virus causing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that that, that it brings up an interesting point. Like, um, when when you look at um, interior places that you're going to be, one of the most safe places that you're going to be one a hospital two an airplane like and 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 I'm not even joking about that that's literally true sorry continue except for uh uh MRSA methicillic resistant staph infection those are rampant in yeah yeah MERS is is a whole yeah. yeah that's a whole different thing but in this case yeah 
Um, so anyway, uh, he, that's what he wanted. And I couldn't tell if he wanted the actual like vial of it or wanted like just here's the paper on our study. Um, well, one, but either way, they couldn't produce either one. Well, um, one, he wouldn't, he would have never gotten a vial of it. That, yeah. That's for damn <laughs> that's sure. True. <laughs> I want, a, I want a, a paper, I want a vial of uh, SARS. Uh, a paper he as you're wiping didn't, your mouth. <laughs> a, a paper he probably didn't get because it hasn't been peer reviewed yet, or something to that well, effect. Well, to them, it doesn't exist, which makes sense because from what I was able to find, even the uh, CDC doesn't have one. The only places you know. if they do, they haven't published it. Um, the only uh, two countries that I was able to find that actually did this was China and Korea. I'm pretty sure uh, Sweden or Switzerland has one. Do they? I couldn't find it when I'm I did my pretty search. Pretty sure. And, and, um, and this this brings up a, another point of of argument that Ryan brought up, which he looks like he's about ready to pass out. No, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. You look like you're about to fucking pass out. You want to talk about it, buddy? <laughs> what, what, what is this like? Uh, schoolhouse yeah, dissing? No, this is... <laughs> no, schoolhouse no, no, comebacks? It, it, I know it, you no, are. It, what am I? I? Mean, it, it brings up a, a point of you don't look like you're going to pass out, but but this does bring up a point of discussion. Sorry, I'm feeling okay. Um, this does bring up a, a point of discussion that, that, that Ryan brought up of he doesn't trust the CDC because they keep flip-flopping. Yeah, we had that discussion, yeah. Well, well you have to, and, and this is my firm opinion, the CDC does not know everything. They don't. There's no way they can. What they can do is react based off of the information they have. What we're experiencing is 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 a pandemic unlike we have seen for almost 100 years. I'm sorry, I think it's just more than a, a flu. Uh, that's okay, it's it's not just a flu, buddy. Well, I mean it's and, it's actually but, not as bad as the uh, Spanish flu. No, it's not. That that I think everybody agrees on that. Uh, <laughs> but but they also have to react upon constantly changing information. Like, it just changes almost hourly, almost daily. Like, so, so when you say they're flip-flopping, yeah, they are. But they're flip-flopping based on new information that they're getting. And you got to understand that but that's going to happen. What, what, do you, what, 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 what do you think a doctor is going to do when you go in for trouble breathing? And he goes, you know, I want to meet, I, I want to admit you and keep you under observation. And then you start suddenly peeing blood. Well, now it's a new observation. Yeah, it's a new symptom. Prognosis is going to change, buddy. 
So, so when you say I can't trust the CDC, I understand where you're coming from, but you also need to understand the scientific evidence that they are constantly being fed over and over every 15 minutes. Well, why don't they make that available to everyone, though? Yeah. That's a public safety problem. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, I, I understand where you're coming from. The government has decided that that is a public safety problem. Can't do anything about that. I can't do anything about that. Do I agree with you on that sentiment? Absolutely. But they cannot. They are also handcuffed. In the case of uh, this guy, though, what's interesting is that the courts actually agreed with him and that there's no evidence, no direct evidence um, of a pandemic in his area because there is no um, actual virus that they were able to contain. Yeah. That they were able to isolate. Okay. And um, which is the difference between, you know, trusting, and this is where, you know, uh, trusting, you know, as far as our government officials and hope that they're telling us the truth. Like I said last time, Fauci, we know, wasn't telling us the truth. Um, It's not that information changed. He flat out lied. Um, He was saying one thing in private and the complete opposite in public. I I haven't read those emails, so I can't speak intelligently to that. So, but um, sorry, but in his case, in this case, and this is where basically uh, there's not much uh, just for people to read up on because it's kind of an interesting case in that. yeah, he didn't want the PCR test. He didn't want the antibody test because he didn't want the evidence that there was a virus. He wanted evidence of the virus itself. Well, and I, I, I think I, I don't. And they couldn't provide that. Therefore, the courts had to rule in the Canadian court had to rule in his mm-hmm. favor. Yeah, I, I mean, if if I'm going to be honest with you, I don't care what side of the fence you fall on. I really, sorry, mom, I really don't give a fuck. This whole thing, from top to bottom, has been handled in an atrocious manner. Like, yeah, good lord. When Ebola landed on our shores, it was contained within 24 hours. This, we got, oh, there might be something. Oh, this is spreading. Oh. Oh, shit. Um, Trump was giving so much (laughs) flack for shutting the border down. Well, not just the border, shutting everything down. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't give him flag for that. Uh, I, I mean, no, no, no but I, he's I, talking at the beginning, like Nancy Pelosi and uh, Chuck Schumer and stuff. Everybody, and I'm not giving him flag for that. I, I'm giving him flag for for the timing on it. 
Um, Wait, and, okay, and, so and, in the, the messaging when they were talking about the vaccine, how everybody now is saying, oh, go take it. Back then, they were like, oh, if Trump tells me to take it. I ain't going to take it. You oh, know no, Trump no, got you, the vaccine, right? Yeah, but Biden said, and Harris and everyone else back during the election was saying, I'm not taking it if it comes out under Trump. Yeah, and the fact that they were like... Even though oh, Biden yeah. literally took the first one, I think, in December. Yeah. And so, all. so so you're... I'm, it's, no, no. I'm not doing it because they're telling me not to. I'm not doing it because I... Unfortunately, I'm watching all the people that are getting it as research because technically it is still under emergency use authorization. Yeah, that's my that's my wife's viewpoint too. I don't agree. I don't agree with you guys. That's but that's my that's my viewpoint, and that's for myself. I won't tell somebody else what to do with their own body. My second shot was my wife got both her shots. And I didn't tell her not to. I told her to make the choice. You want to go get them? That's your choice. If you don't want to do them, that's your choice. I'm not going to tell you either way. But I'm not getting it. All right. So All right. It's just that, that. And that's how it is in our house. The only thing we agree on is if they lower it below 12, we won't have our son get it. So. Yeah. That's exactly what I said about that. My- that makes sense. I, I so, can agree with that. Um, because that that that's a minor, and, and that's your kid. No, and the and really the health risk or the not the health risk. We don't know the long term risks of either of them on a kid, but um, you know, twenty years down the road or yeah, something. But just just any that's that's your kid. Yeah. I get it. Although I'm the same, I was the same way. Like I had no problem getting all his vaccines earlier. This year, the doctor goes, okay, he's old enough to get the HPV vaccine. Do you want to get it for him? I was like, yeah. Uh, I was I was hesitant about that one myself. I would totally do that. Just I'm like, thinking yeah, we'll lean towards him. it, but I'm like, he's not sexually active. He doesn't need it this minute, and uh, I'm... Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, let's I'm, just... Let's just... I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, I don't know enough about because I've heard... Let's, What's bad just, things and i don't know what's real or not about them i need to research it and dog dog do do we we do we need to have the the the, the sex talk do, no we're are not you sure, sure. Are, are you guys sure because uh i hate to tell you my son is only nine therefore i'm not happy when they come out with the gonorrhea vaccine huh. although that's a bacteria yeah, yeah that's, that's penicillin right that's, there. That's antibiotic. <laughs> but 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 also you, you you got a you got a son that's twelve years old. Ten. Oh oh, I thought you said twelve. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then then you're you're yeah, okay. You're twelve. <laughs> what you hit twelve, dude? I I got some news for you. <laughs> <laughs> don't I don't want to believe it. I you. Wait till you find the tissues, my man. <laughs> Be like, all right, son, uh, we're giving you the uh, it's um, more of the, the anti-pregnancy vaccine. It lasts for 10 years. <laughs> we're going to give you a vasectomy now. You can get it reversed. <laughs> Dog, That's you're right. Gonna, <laughs> you're going to get nip-tucked. We're, we're going to give you an IUD. 
Dad, that doesn't apply to me. Don't care. <laughs> I am not. Ha- I am not having uh, you become a baby daddy until you're like thirty. Um, All right. Do, do we have a Do we have a uh, fun thing to close out on? Because I think it's about ready to. No, because the last thing I wanted to talk about because we Shit. went really long is I wanted to talk about the Biden evictions moratorium. That I'm sorry. That that's unco- it's unconstitutional. That's End my story. thing too. So for those that don't know, basically the Supreme Court uh, ruled back in May, but I think they uh, disclosed it in June um, that uh, the eviction moratorium, basically where the executive branch, which is also covers the CDC, uh, for the past year has been telling landlords and um uh that they can't evict people or foreclose on people um Mm -hmm. and it was set to run out uh at the end of july july 31st and biden knowing that he already lost the uh the supreme court ruling went ahead this past week and Gave uh, created another executive order along with the CDC mm-hmm. to stop evictions. Here's mm-hmm. his actual words on this. The bulk of the constitutional scholarship says that it's not likely to pass constitutional muster, number one. But there are several key scholars who think that it may, and it's worth the effort. But By the time it gets litigated, it will probably give some additional time while we're getting that $45 billion out to people who are, in fact, behind in the rent and don't have the money. So basically what he's saying is, is um, the bulk of the people, including my lawyers, don't believe I have the constitutional authority to be able to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because... By the time it goes back through the courts up to the Supreme Court again, which takes up to a year, um, it's already going to be done and over with. Hopefully it'll be a it'll be a moot point. So I'm going to break the Constitution, knowingly break the Constitution and our system of checks and balances. Doing the same thing that the Supreme Court already told me was unconstitutional. In order to. Um, get this out in the hopes that if it goes through, uh, in the hopes that it'll take too long making it through the appeals process. So I will say this. Um, you are not wrong. I am not going to say you are wrong. There are people who have used it there are people that actually are still getting paid, getting or unemployment and all this, and not paying their rent. I know family members that have done that. And then there's the responsible people actually paying their I'm I paid my mortgage the whole way through. I didn't take any of that moratorium help, even though I actually do qualify for it. I, I that's I that's that's not what I'm saying. 
they're I'm on Andy. No, because you guys are going to no, the both of you are going to crucify me on this. I will they're, not crucify you. And that's bullshit and we both know it. <laughs> I scout honor. My my webcam decided to go out, but scout honor. <laughs> there is a time when you have to decide between law and compassion. Now, am I saying he is wrong? I'm not necessarily saying that. I am saying it is being approached in an improper manner. I am saying it could be approached differently. Am I saying it's wrong from a moral standpoint? No, I am not. Um, I don't think it's 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 a secret that I've had to live in a condition where I didn't know where my next meal was going to come from. I, I've been there. That's not a secret. And when you <clears throat> and when you take a stance on 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 something that is 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 aid to people that don't have a roof over their head and uh, people. That that are, that are starving, people that can't even get clean clothing. And then, then when you say And then when you try to tell them, no, you don't deserve that. I know what that feels like. I know what that's like. You can't get a job because your clothes aren't clean. You, get a you job look unhealthy because you haven't been able to eat. So, no. I disagree with the approach, but I don't disagree with the idea. I'll actually, I'll actually stand with you on that one. Um, so, so my view on this, um, for one, at some point it has to end. The moratorium has to end, just like the student loan, which got extended. Also, the student loan uh, moratorium 
has to end. I agree with that. Um, on top of that, you have landlords that are not getting paid, and, and we're not. And not every landlord is a multi-million slumlord. Um, they're not getting paid yet. They still have to pay their taxes. They still have to pay utilities. They still have to pay um, their loans, their insurance. Yes. All of this. And they're not getting money from anybody. They're not getting it from their tenants. They can't put new tenants in there to make money and they're not getting it from the government. Like I said, I, I agree with the premise I don't Look, agree with the, it was the approach. The original moratorium was written, and I actually agreed with it. So, um, the original moratorium, how it was written, and then it got changed, um, was for the tenants to explain their situation to their landlord. What if they were able to pay anything? Ten dollars, five dollars. That's right. Something. I remember that now. Something the landlord was actually going to be reimbursed through COVID funds through an application. Somehow there was a mix-up and that applications actually were never released for the, for the owners, for the homeowners that were renting out the businesses or the uh, businesses, uh, the apartments or the townhouses mm-hmm. or the houses out to be able to get the offset of what the current tenant is able to pay. Yeah. If they yeah. couldn't pay based on, okay, this is my situation. I it, it was basically a sliding scale. Yeah. It was a sliding scale. Basically it was this person and I, and Andy, I didn't mean to make you upset whatsoever. Cause I've no, been you're here. fine. Um, Mother comes up. I only have enough money from my check because they mm-hmm. cut my hours because of COVID. I have enough to feed my children and pay my utilities. Mm-hmm. The landlord goes, "You show me this proof, and I you don't have to worry about your mortgage." That is all they were required to was supposed to show. My problem is is that you have people. That were abusing it and not giving any evidence of that they were needing the help. I will will tell you this. It it does not matter what system you have. And and, and Ryan, I I appreciate um, your your apology there for for making making me upset. I I have experienced that type of desperation. I have experienced that. And I have experienced that panic. It does not matter what type of system you come up with. It doesn't matter. Somebody is going to find a way to take advantage. Oh of yeah, no, no, take I, advantage no, of it. It doesn't that. matter. My thing this is, this current system doesn't matter. Somebody's going to find a way to take advantage of it. The COVID funds well, they were supposed to use and they never did. And that the, the I, thing, the hard part here is, um, 
Well, two things. Um, one anecdotally, I'll tell, I'll give an anecdote, a family member that I know, um, right before COVID actually rented a house, never paid, um, well, up to outside of like the begin very beginning before all of this, never paid rent because they couldn't get evicted. Okay, that's that's some some bullshit, and we yeah. are coming up on two hours, so we should and start wrapping so, this up. <laughs> so she ended up uh, actually last month. I had to help move her out because um, she the landlord. Rent? What's that? Because she couldn't pay rent. Because she couldn't pay her rent, the landlord couldn't keep the house and this doesn't stop the landlord from selling the house nope the landlord sold the house she got evicted the bank from repoing it and you know what she can't find any place to live right now because nobody else is getting evicted there's no places to rent i I, i'm not shocked um i I, I do i do agree for i i do agree that a moratorium should happen. Um, I also think that a clean slate moratorium is probably not not necessarily a good idea. I, I, I think it should probably be more of a, a, a sliding scale, like I mentioned earlier. Like, it, it should be a, okay, what can you afford? Because, like you said, there are a lot of people losing their homes, and there are a lot of landlords that are losing their livelihood. And what I think people don't, sorry, what I think people don't really understand is the, the the result of this is 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 a lot of large companies buying up real estate and now we're driving up rent prices now we're driving up real estate prices and that just puts the pressure on everyone yeah and and, and that's the other what, what I'm going to say and this is the part where I will be conservative what what I'm going to say is this puts the pressure on everyone. You know, I, I got a small house. I, I'm, I'm not going to brag about, you know, my lawn and how much space I got and how many bedrooms I got. I got a small house. It didn't cost much. But the squeeze is happening. Um, I, I like... This is, it's ridiculous. And, um, and, the the only thing that's going to happen is is my home value is going to go up, which is nice, uh, until I have to pay taxes on it. Oh yeah, because of these fucking assholes that sorry mom that want to do this <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, come on. Well, the the other part is is Brian. Do you know of the lawsuits? How this does not fall under um, eminent domain where if the government, your assets or not, they, they should be paying you for your assets. Correct. So 
Um, they're required to pay you for your assets no, if you're using eminent no. domain. The CDC in the executive order under the moratorium from what I read, it was a quick snippet. Um, basically, they are seizing the properties under the eviction moratorium. Like if you uh, try to evict somebody? Correct. Um, it will, If you try to evict them while they're under this moratorium, they would then place the person trying to evict the person living within it up to a year in jail or $250,000 fine. I may be wrong about the fine, but the year in jail, no. I, I don't think the CDC should have... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm real confused about what, what, what the question is here. Yeah, so, my question was is... If they put the moratorium in place and Mm -hmm. the landlords are not being paid, therefore they can't pay their bills and stuff. Shouldn't they have, shouldn't the the government, since they're the ones that told them they had, they're not Mm -hmm. allowed to evict and they're not allowed Mm -hmm. to rent it out to somebody that will pay. Uh Shouldn't the government or somebody else have to pay them? Nope. And it I would think under- that would fall under eminent domain since it's the government telling them. Okay, yeah, that that's where that's, that's where, where it's going to have to come up with a class action lawsuit against the federal government. <clears throat> yeah, I know the I know the I, I, I know I, the, I, uh, the, the um, uh, restaurant industry in Michigan is uh, filed a, a class action lawsuit. I don't know where it went. Mm-hmm against the state of Michigan because of Michigan shutting down restaurants for a year and so many having to close, including the my favorite one, which is literally a half a mile from me, had to close and was never able to reopen. Um, I, I, I think... Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm trying to think through this. Um, I, I, I think what... I think Ryan's correct. It It is... What that it lands on the landlord, regardless of situation. Yes, and, yep. and so the landlords are suing because it's not okay. It's not well, matter how are you going to give them a break and not us a break? Yeah, um, type of thing. If 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 you, yeah, uh, no, I, it, I'm going to agree with Ryan on this. It's a circle of bullshit. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I think it should fall under eminent domain and welcome to the should. u.s government folks so and that brings me to my final point if the president can do something knowing that it's unconstitutional and being told already that it's unconstitutional by the supreme court um what's stopping any other decision from this president or a future president from doing something knowingly unconstitutional There isn't. And that's what creates dictatorships. That's my view. <laughs> I I'm 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 just tired. So <laughs> I'm 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 gonna leave that alone. <laughs> we can we can revisit that for another time because right. damn. So we'll get going before we do uh, fun 
fun thing. My my son is really excited for this weekend because I just ordered about uh, 50 rounds to sight in the AR for his first year of deer hunting. Wait, he's using an AR for, for deer hunting? Yeah. Yep, you can use an AR full metal jacket for deer hunting. Really? Yeah. In Michigan? Yeah, they're they're oh, great no. for we, deer hunting. There was no way in hell we could use that in West Virginia. <laughs> oh, we probably, we probably have bigger deer than you, but he's small. I don't want well, him yeah. shooting my three hundred eight. No, so, no, we we we. Uh, I, I think most most common was uh, thirty thirty or thirty odd six. Um, thirty odd six is pretty common for deer. Yeah. Um, I, I plan on going hunting again. So, but uh, nope, we we're we're allowed uh, a five round magazine, so six in total. And uh, basically, uh, I'm gonna have him when he pulls the trigger. You just keep pulling until the thing runs off or dies. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, that would never be allowed in West Virginia. They, they, they'd be like, "You're shooting it. Okay, fine. Are you shooting it at an animal? Not fine." <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, it's it's awesome. Uh, I actually want to get a bunch of uh coyote rounds for it and try some night coyote hunting. Oh yeah, no, coyote that it, it doesn't matter. You can spot like coyote in West Virginia, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> but uh yeah. I we've never tried it for uh for deer uh cuz I've always, I've never but he's small, so um Michigan oh. Michigan has this weird thing uh, about 5 years ago they said um anybody can hunt as long as if they're under 16, they have to be with a licensed adult hunter. Yeah, but you can spotlight? Well, for coyotes, not deer. Okay, okay. That, that but, was misunderstanding uh, there. So he's like, 10 wow, years that's, old, that's and uh, I'm like, all right, uh, I think you're big enough to go out hunting. Let's give it a try. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you're not big enough for the rifle, for the big rifle. Let's try the AR. <laughs> first first deer I dropped was a uh, 12-gauge slug. I don't, uh, I that's a good one. Shot, that, I think that was my first one. I no, did. sorry, twenty gauge slug. Okay, mine uh, was a twelve. It, it, and I got shot it, and it was it was real bad. I I, I regretted that a lot. When when I started hunting, uh, you couldn't rifle or shotgun hunt in Michigan until you were fourteen. Uh, it was twelve in West Virginia. Um, you could yeah, bow hunt at twelve, Maryland, rifle Maryland was, at fourteen. Yeah, it was fourteen. Oh, wow. Now it's funny uh, because it's any age. So, you know, you see people like, oh, your your daughter got that, huh? Yeah. Did she pull the trigger, too? Yeah, of course. She's four. Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to give him a 270 and let him drop a squirrel. Let's go. So, all right. (laughs) Are you ready to land us? Oh. Gather myself as we make our final approach. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we are making our final descent uh, for Flight 11 of Fire Talker here. If you happen to have used your uh, drink tray as a weapon, we ask that you please replace it. Also, please stop trying to break in to the uh, bathroom doors. They're locked for a reason. It's really unfortunate. We can-
This has been a production of Fire Talk Radio. Don't forget to get a hold of us by giving us a call at 814-380-9820. Let us know what we got wrong tonight. And you can also send us an email at firetalknetwork at gmail.com or visit our website at firetalkradio.com when we get it up and running. Music provided by Psychostick.